attitude, gratitude. Hi, and welcome to the Kaplan Connect. I'm your host, Fire Chief Scott Freitag, and with me once again is the one, the only Assistant Chief of Operations, John Fetima. Yeah, it's been a little while. I feel a little nervous, but I don't know that I'll be quite as nervous as Evan was last week, but that was uh, still fun, though. I, I, we would have to dump a bucket of water over you to get that much sweat. That really? Would, yeah, that would be uh, that wouldn't be good, but uh, it was nice. I think it was Jonah did a good job yep. editing, you know, some of that stuff out. So I think the he end did. result was good, and uh, Evan did a great job. He got, I, he's got a cool story. I, he has a great story, and because of that story, I never expected him to be as nervous as he was when he came in. And we had a conversation for like thirty minutes before anything happened. But as soon as Jonah turned the lights on, he's like, "Oh my!" What? <laughs> and but he did really well. And uh, yep, that was good. Think he chose the right career field for himself. I do. I agree. Yeah, I think it was a good. Good choice. Yeah, being in the the fire service, and we want to talk about that again this week because we are still promoting that our firefighter application period is open. Yep. Um, the three of you that watch this podcast, if you want to be firefighters, feel free to yeah. submit an application. Um, we're pretty open right now. Yeah, uh, but good chances. Good chances. Yeah. But we do have expectations. Yeah. For new firefighters. And you are the operations chief, so you're responsible for that entire division. So, John, what are you looking for in a new firefighter? Well, I think even go back, um, not last, obviously last week you had Evan, but go before that you had Zach and Leslie on. And um, those are the examples. Those are the, even yeah. Evan, you know what I mean? Those are all the, the folks that, uh, those are the qualities that we're looking for. And uh, ultimately, we want, uh, you know, looking at abroad, we want good people who right. want to work for this organization and want to work in the fire service. It's a service industry, um, and you you serve people. And uh, it's not always uh, – the experience is not always the same. You go from, you know, changing a smoke detector battery to, right. you know, mm-hmm. uh, extricating somebody from a car mm-hmm. accident. There's a lot of different experiences. So it takes a certain personality to, you know, enjoy that. Um, to to thrive in that environment, and so that's you know part of the the process that we have in in selecting people. But ultimately, we want good people that want to be here. Yeah, uh, people of high moral standards, uh, impeccable character, and you know to your point, we do the fire ops one on one. Now we couldn't do it in 2020 for reasons that we won't discuss, uh, or 2021 for the same reasons we won't discuss. However, we had one of our community leaders here, Ron Fang who went through the program. And at the end of it, at the end of the day, he said, you know what really struck me that I I just, I never thought about it for firefighters is the breadth of knowledge that they have to have. He said to go from that medical call, cardiac arrest to a structure fire, to a motor vehicle crash. uh, He said, just in in having to shift the way your mind is working from one to the other, to the other, and then have to do it at two o'clock in the morning. That's always tough. Yeah. And I think go back to, you know, in terms of expectations, a lot of what we talk about when we are, you know, talking to the recruits, talking to folks that want to get hired um, is we're looking for the heart to be here. Yeah. Because um, there is so much that, that goes on, so much learning that has to be done throughout the course of your career. You never can stop because there's something always changing. The environment's always changing. Um, the challenges go look at, uh, you know, solar these days. Right. It's always changing. So, 
um, you have to be willing to want to learn and want to, you know, aggressively um, improve yourself the right. whole career. And so that's what uh, it takes a lot of heart to uh, want to do that right. and to be that to the right personality to get up at two in the morning and uh, go to someone's house with a smile on your face. Right. No matter what their situation is. People never call us in a good situation. No. It's no, always no, no. Uh, in, in their worst moments is when they're calling for support. And we have to be able to provide calm when we get there. Right. And be able to provide an answer, even when we don't necessarily know what the answer is. Right. That's our job. And uh, you look at what ultimately the academy is for. We teach skills, but uh, we're evaluating the heart. Do oh, you yeah. have the desire to be here? Do you have the desire to continue to push forward when you're tired, when you're worn out, when it's two in the morning? Right. Um, you know, that's that's what we want to look for. And that's what when we refine, you know, we do look at the academy and try to, you know, pull that out. We're teaching knowledge. Yes. But at the same time, we're yep. evaluating what's uh, what someone's made of. Do they are they do they want to be here or are they right. going to be at two in the morning? Or are they going to be uh, dragging the rest of the team yeah. team down? Well, and it's that it's that servant's heart, yeah. right? And over years, we joke that it turns black. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and part of that is just the humor that you have to have sure. in this profession because of the things that you're going to be exposed to. Yeah. And that's one of the areas that we're really working on here for our folks and new folks coming in is setting expectation up front. That's somewhere where the fire service has fallen short in years past and and now we're trying to talk about up front, here's some of the things that you may see, some of the things that you may experience, and set that expectation. Because if you have the expectation, then you can get through the moment. Yes. And then after that, you can have the conversation with your crew. But it's really being able to maintain that servant's heart and remember throughout your career why you chose to be here. Yeah. Um, the reality is you, you came to us, you filled out the application, sure. you said, I want to work here. Yeah. Great. Now you're here. Um, and so we want people that, that are going to remember here's, yeah. here's why I got into this profession. It was to, to serve others in the community and not just to serve, but I think part of our full overarching philosophy, uh, for our agency is no, go beyond the expectations sure. of the customer. Um, and I, I think that's why we have such great support in our community is because people see our folks go above and beyond all the time. Yeah. And, and honestly, it doesn't matter what division you see Jonah's division going above and beyond. I'm, I'm pointing, I'm looking that way and pointing because he just walked that way. Walking around, yes. uh, but it's just the people that, that work for CAFMA want to do more for the people that we serve internally and externally. I think that goes back to when we look at looking for people, what are we looking for? And I think those are the characteristics that we're looking for. Right. And I think, um, you know, it's represented in, in all divisions of this organization, of uh, people going above and beyond. And I think part of that comes into, we have a lot of people that are invested in this community. Right. They want to see the community strengthened. Mm -hmm. We live here, we work here. Um, we have family here. And, uh, like you said, we want this agency to grow and be the best it can be. Right. Partly because it supports our own family here. It and, does. Uh, our neighbors, and uh, we have a lot of folks that do a lot of good at all all levels. Yeah, and I live and pay taxes in this community, so I want good service. And the good thing is, when I pay my taxes, I'm actually paying me. Yeah. So it's kind of the circle of life for the money. Yep. Right. Comes back. I pay it out, and then I get it back. Then I pay it out again. I don't know. Either way, the the commitment to the community is here, and I yeah. think a lot of folks. 
uh, grew up in this community or grew up in this state, but uh, I moved here from somewhere else. And, and I have to say that I've, I've never worked anywhere that had a, a, what I believe is the culture of this organization. And, you know, we can look at culture in a, in a number of different ways. And I know we asked that in a recent uh, promotional interview, yep. what's the culture? And what we found was uh, nobody could define it. Um, they couldn't define it. And if you can't define it, then you can't describe it. So that's what I'm writing about this week in the review. But the the interesting part of working for a fire department is that it's not just one fire department. Because the reality is we have 160 individual people. We have 10 fire stations, which means on three different shifts. So you multiply that, we have 30 different fire departments. Yeah, And yeah. and it's your responsibility to oversee those. That's true. That's challenging at times. And to try to keep them in line. I like something that you said the other day. I think it was very profound um, because we're, we're working through challenges. When you have this many people, you have challenges from time to time. And I said something about whack-a-mole, and you said the challenge really is deciding what size hammer <laughs> to use for each mole as it pops up. And I've I've shared that with several people since then, and, and they said, wow, there's a lot of insight to that. Uh, and I was talking... I don't know how, how deep that actually went, but uh, I think maybe at the time I wanted to use a really big hammer, but it was probably a, a small issue. Right. Well, see, sometimes you say stuff that's just really smart and you don't even know it. <laughs> yeah. uh, I probably say a lot of dumb things, too, that I don't realize either. Yeah, so do I. But I thought, you know, wow, that, that's really cool because sure. we have a culture of accountability, but it's not one size hammer fits all. <laughs> true. You know? Yes. It's... Yeah. Um, it's the right size hammer. And, and why is it a culture of accountability and why is that important? Because if an organization sets standards but doesn't hold people accountable to the standards, those folks who are really good employees that are trying to maintain the standard and do the work eventually will will look around and say, why am I working so hard Yes. if this person's getting away with not doing anything? Sure. Why do I have to do it? And I think – I think that's one of the things that we do well here at CAFMA is we do have a culture of accountability. And and that means we choose the right sure. hammer. Is it a little baby ball peen or is it a yeah. giant sledgehammer? Yeah. Um, and, and it's just an analogy. We don't hit people. That's good, that's good, good clarification. Yeah, we need to clarify that. Uh, but we we try to instill that yeah. in, in our folks. Here's our We said these are our standards. This is what we live up to. And if you want to know more about our philosophy, our values, and, and culture, um, that's the reason we created the compass. Yes. And I want to go back, you know, just going back to the the hammer and the, the moles. Um, I think it's also important to understand that uh, something I have learned being in the position for over a year now, trying to make sure you balance, you know, all that accountability Sure. With a little bit of grace and a little bit of mercy throughout the whole part of it, knowing that everybody's going to make a mistake, including sure. myself. And uh, I think take that beyond this organization, there is no grace, no mercy given. And I think even inside of our organization, you see that as well. Right. If you're sitting in the hot seat, you're asking for that. But if someone else is sitting in that hot seat, you're looking at them you know, with a microscope saying, well, I feel better because you've done worse. Right. And uh, in the position that I'm in, it, it's taking all that out of it. Right. And uh, trying to make sure that uh, what is done is appropriate. What is done represents uh, 
you know, a level of accountability, but also that level of grace and mercy that should be afforded to everybody mm-hmm. and uh, regardless of uh, the circumstances. So yeah. that's something that I think I'm losing my hair and my blood pressure has gone up, but that's that's the goal. And I think that's right. the organization we have. And again, we want and looking for people that want to be a part of that. Right. Well, and I, I think when we talk about culture and we talk about those types of things, people clamor for consistency. But I think in the fire service, when we're talking about consistency, what they're what they're asking for is an exact duplicate sure. of everything. If this, then this, period. Every shift, every station. There is no way. We have 160 people here. We don't have 160 clones, and we wouldn't want 160 nope. clones because everybody brings something a little bit different yeah. to the table. So the way I look at it is somebody asked me, what what's the organizational culture? Well, there's the overarching culture that we spell out, that we sure. strive for, and that we spell out in the compass. Yeah. But you and I both know that if you go to station 53 on A shift and you go to station 61 on A shift, two different worlds. Yeah. And not because of where they're located, there's just different people there. Sure. Um, and that's, that's any station on every shift. So we set the overarching, yep. but then there's rails. Yes. Work, work within these rails and that's where we get consistency, Yeah. but it's not the exact same. No. And I think, uh, it's interesting. Um, I got to do an interprobation and actually uh, it was Adam Croft's interprobation mm-hmm. for engineer. Oh, he wants to be on the podcast I hear. It's true. Yeah. Next week would be a great opportunity. Perfect. Um, but it was in probation. I think it was uh, it was interesting talking with him because he had recently gotten the opportunity to sit on the oral board for the engineer's test. And uh, one of the things he expressed in that conversation was he wish he wishes he could uh, have, a, you know, the candidates could have seen the deliberation for the different decisions that were made for the the, the answers right. that were given in the oral board because he was part of the oral board. And there were some challenging decisions they had to make as a group um, just based on the answers that people gave in that test. And so he said some of his frustration was like there was, you know, all this deliberation that uh, no one saw. All they get to see is the end result and the sure. end score. And they don't realize, he said, I wish somebody could be a fly on the wall in that room to understand all that was done in the course of that decision. But they never get to see that right? because they get to see only the end result. And I think uh, hopefully people understand that for all decisions sure. that are made here. And I think that requires a level of trust for you, for mm-hmm. me, for everybody else that is having to sit and make the decisions, whether it's even an engineer's or a board, to know that we're working for the best of intentions for the organization and the people. Right. And uh, again, to take it back to who we're looking for, we want the same folks that are going to come in and do that. It's not a right. self-serving you know, organization that's trying to build together. And uh, what people don't understand with all the decisions that come out, right? whether it's uh, discipline or whether it's anything else, you don't get to see the rest of the story. Well, and, and we can look at the analogy of the duck who looks calm on top of the water, but their feet sure. are, are just spinning underneath or an iceberg. All you're seeing is this little piece of it, yep. but it's massive under the water. There's a lot more that happens. And I think Bob Currier, our current union VP has voiced that recently. He said, wow, my eyes have been open to everything that goes into to these decisions and all of these things happening all the time and, and, and having to evaluate where we're at. And, a culture of accountability is important, but understand accountability. If you do something 
really bad, you're going to suffer the consequences, but no matter what that is. And that's, you know, we have, we have a culture of family. We support family. We care for each other. Caring for each other doesn't mean that we don't hold people accountable. Sure. And it doesn't mean that um, there aren't significant consequences depending on what yeah. happens. Sure. It doesn't mean we don't care, but there are rails. <laughs> yeah. And those rails exist for a reason. And some of them aren't rails we created. They're, they're for outside people. Yeah. Um, I think another part of culture that, that we strive for is an inclusiveness. Um, doesn't matter your background, race, gender, religion, orientation, whatever it is. Um, if you're a CAFMA family member, you're a CAFMA family member, and that that's and we we want to treat you that way. I don't know about you, but in my family, like when I was a kid and I did something stupid, um, I got in trouble for it. <laughs> yeah. Now, I I mean, I guess I could have gone back to my dad and argued that, Dad, come on, man, we're family. You, <laughs> yeah, you just have to just look. Oh look past what I did because we're family, just let it go. And that's not how that works. I think the other part of the inclusiveness is, is giving people, um, and this is what I like about our organization as well, giving people a voice, Mm -hmm. let them be, give them the opportunity for input. Doesn't mean you're going to get what you want, but we'll hear your input on it. And then collectively we'll make a decision. And I'll go back to, we have 160 people currently, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but we don't always agree. <laughs> no. And I think it goes uh, in those moments, uh, like I say, trying to listen, trying to make sure process and trying to you know, include that information. But ultimately, people need to understand at the end of it, like I say, one decision is being made. And uh, you can look at uh, all the employees and uh, we would not get a unanimous decision on really anything. And uh, even now, being able to walk away and agree to disagree at that point, like Here's the end result. You can right. disagree with that, but um, what what direction is the organization going? Sure. If you, we hope that everybody is going to be on board and support that. Um, you know, even if you don't agree with every little nuance of how we change, whether right. it's a, a hose load or you look at the SCBAs and, and talk about the the, the uh, apparatus design and all that kind of stuff. We would hope that the end end result is support for the organization moving forward and to do your best to do your job. Right. Exactly. Ultimately, we're a service industry where we're out there helping the public. Sometimes we lose sight of how good that is because of disagreements along the way. Sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I think there's agencies that we look to and say, you know, they're doing some good things. Yeah. And and we do look around. We do want that global perspective oh, yeah. of here's something good. Here's something not good. Yeah. And remember, just because they're a big organization and they're doing X doesn't mean that X is the right thing to do. <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, you know, there is an art and a science to being a firefighter that a lot of people don't think about. Yeah. We don't just go in and, and break things. Um, we do, unless you're Mongo. Um, we don't, yeah. we don't run um, into a burning building without thinking about everything that's yeah. around it. And I don't think the public realizes that they just see us pull up on a scene, sure. grab the hose and run inside. And, all of the things that that first in company officer is processing yeah. as they're pulling up from the time that they see the plume of smoke and to when they get in front of the house, they're processing yep. what's happening, making a plan, do the risk analysis yeah. and, uh, you know, the protection of the public and property versus what is necessary for the crew. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, a, that's an ongoing thing. And like you say, people probably don't realize the depth of, uh, 
what that takes to process that. Sure. And, you know, I just, I go, go back to the comparative pieces of it. You know, we look to UL and some of the other folks yeah. who are doing the scientific studies into these things. And, you know, you talk about the clean caps concept and, um, you know, moving the SCBs, SCBAs out of the cab. Now, I want to say this, um, and I may get in trouble from fire engineering at some point, um, but irresponsible of the, it was irresponsible of them to put in an article that they put in recently that goes against the scientific, the actual, not like COVID science, real science, <laughs> scientific data that, that they looked at for carcinogens and, sure. and off-gassing. And so we had the conversation with Brian Jeffries yesterday. He's the president yep. of the PFFA, captain with Mesa, great guy. Yep. And we said, look, we have some people that have concerns about this. Um, what would you recommend that, that how, how we approach yep. them? And he said, tell them, go get chemo. Yeah. See how they like it. Because <laughs> Brian, when Mesa was going through this, um, Brian wasn't part of the conversation at the time because he was going through chemo. Sure. Um, and it was a a job related cancer. Yeah. And so Brian's very passionate about no anything that we can do that would prevent sure. um cancer, we should try to do. And part of that's moving the SCBA out of the camp. Sure. And I think it's uh, just remembering, you know, obviously from your position, mm -hmm. from from a position of authority is the global perspective that we have to take. Right. Um, and it's uh, looking at the entire organization, all the different personalities, all the different uh, groups that we have. Oh, it yeah. gives us the strength as an organization, but it also gives us the conflict at the same time. So it's uh, your job, right. uh, you know, to to look at all that. And then um, obviously there's a number of uh, folks below you to help, mm -hmm. you know, navigate that along the way, but to look at the whole picture and uh, what can we do that is best for the organization, for the employees, right. ultimately serve the public. We want uh, our folks to have a, a healthy career, um, to go home happy mm -hmm. and return the next day. And uh, there's a lot to that. And I, obviously there's a lot to have to navigate just based on the conflict that we see in this in, right. in the profession i wouldn't change the career i have i certainly I you know love uh you know love the experiences i've had love the relationships that i've built um, but at the same time there's scars that are along the way that uh, we have to learn how to navigate and that's where you know the folks that we have coming into this organization we're bringing them into a team we're bringing them yeah. into a family and if you want to be a part of that go apply yeah Absolutely. Come apply for us. And and that that could lead to, there was a conversation yesterday that happened down in the Phoenix area. Uh, and it was Golden Ranch, Tucson, and our Golden Ranch, Northwest, um, and CAFMA. And for those who don't know Golden Ranch and Northwest, uh, they're very good agencies down in Tucson, not quite as good as us. No, they're um, so they're still striving to. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they they may eventually get to our level um, and, and we wish them well. But if you're looking to apply somewhere... No, it's, yeah. This we, is we could go through better. the top 20 reasons why um, <laughs> this would be a better place. Yes. And, you know, we have more temperate climate too. And right here, I mean, look at this. Yes, who, this is very temperate. Yeah. Who wouldn't want to work with this? Uh, uh, and okay, forget that one. That's forget, a good question. Yeah, don't look at that one. But, you know, and then uh, we talked about actually coming up with the top 20 reasons why you wouldn't want to work for us cool. over say Scottsdale, Phoenix, superstition, yeah. Golden Ranch, Northwest, Tucson, and then throwing just down to the name a few, yeah. just to name a few and, uh, and then throw the gauntlet down and say, okay, guys, wait, here's the link. Watch this. <laughs> yeah. uh, but we didn't do it. 
Uh, uh, however, because of the conversations yesterday that occurred down at the the state, um, down in Phoenix, uh, I felt pretty comfortable uh, pulling Northwest and Golden Ranch out and making the statement. Perfect. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> that conversation was had. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, I heard about it last night. <laughs> so, uh, but this is a good family environment. It's a good, it's a good team environment. Uh, are we perfect? Absolutely not. But we don't strive for that because it's not reality, right? We we strive to be better tomorrow than we were today as individuals and as an agency. And that's what we expect of anybody that we hire. Um, we want you to have a good long career here with a lot of opportunities. And I think that's one of the things that CAFMA offers right now is with the changeover that we're going to have in the next five years, there is significant opportunity if you come here to work to look at uh, promotions yeah. uh, and movement and uh, opportunities if you're not a paramedic to get your paramedic. Oh, yeah. uh, technical rescue team, hazardous materials team, uh, working with kids, public relations, being on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and if you have a good idea, we are not usually one just to shoot you down. Um, we, no. We've, uh, I mean, including the podcast, we certainly uh, here to support. Yeah. Yeah. You tried to shoot it down. Yes. It mainly not because it wasn't a good idea, but because you were going to be part of it. Yes, that's true. Um, and, and I told you to find somebody else for today if you wanted to. I tried. I know. Yeah. I pulled up. I saw Tony from uh, tech services outside. I'm like, man, if, <laughs> if, if John would have known you were here, you'd, you'd be in yes. doing the podcast. Yeah. Uh, but I, I just think we work for the most part, we work well together. Do we have times where we trip and fall? Absolutely. We own those. We get back up. We dust off. We move forward. And we say, okay, we, we learn from that. Don't do that. Let's do this. And other times, um, you know, to me, and I, I wrote this recently, don't dismiss the brand new firefighters input on something because they may just have a point. And that's where we talk about inclusiveness. Mm -hmm. You know, that ability to to have a voice, to say something. Um, and there's been people who have changed my mind in the direction that I was headed sure. uh, that that may have been firefighters. Yeah. Hey, wow, I didn't think about that. Thank you. Yep. And and we'll change it. So we're not so structured and stuck in our ways that that we make a decision and that's it. Sure. Uh, and and we'll adjust if, if we say, hey, we're trying to get to B, but the direction we're taking is not working. Yeah. Let's adjust. We'll take the good points and move on. So... I, I think we're a good place to work. I believe we are. Jonah, are we an okay place to work? He's the thumbs up from Jonah. Perfect. So he just uh, wants to be done. Yeah, he wants to be done. And and we're gonna we're gonna con <laughs> we're gonna conclude this week because uh, Jonah was kind enough to do this uh late in the week because yep. of some scheduling difficulties and uh since he still has to edit it, we wanna make it uh as short as possible for him to make it easy. So with that, um if you have not filled out an application, but you want to work for our, our agency, go to our website, cazfire.org. Uh, there's a link on the front page where you can pull up and, and download the application so that you can fill it out and get it submitted. Um, you'd have the opportunity, opportunity to work with this guy right here, Operations Chief John Fetima. Yeah. And, and really, you want to work for us. We know it. You know it. <laughs> Come up here. Uh, put in an application. So... Until next week, I want to I want to close it with this. Until next week, uh, go to the dictionary, look up the definition of gratitude, and start practicing that in your life. Oh, I